Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It is the 26th of May. It's a Friday morning across Rural Queensland today. James Walker will join us. He will be joining us very shortly. And what he has done in Longreach, a lot of communities need to listen. It's a very easy thing to keep your community alive and well and make a difference. Uh, so much to get through this morning. Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning, the Shadow Minister for Resources, Shadow Minister for Northern Australia and Senator for Queensland. Uh, good morning, Senator. How are you? Well, I'm terrific, Ben. And I, I, looked, I just want to give a shout out to what James was doing in Longreach as well. Uh, that is exactly the kind of investment in your community that... You know, not everybody can do, but he's had the foresight. And I guess that's, you know, the walkers have been in Longreach for a very long time. The community's in their blood. And, and I want to shout out to him as well because I'm, you know, yeah. incredibly proud to, to know somebody who's really having a go in their community and trying to solve the problem of the vet, the vet shortage, which is, you know, very serious and real right around the country. From that to the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial um, foresight, we're going to talk to him shortly as well. Uh Radical animal activists, thugs, bullies and terrorists. That's what the headline read from yourself with the media release and we need closer security and um, scrutiny on these guys. We understand what goes on when they target abattoirs, when they target um, threatening the pork industry. We've talked about this. Um, You know, Margot Andre is a, a very dear friend of this show and she's been a big part of it, and the pork industry does not need this kind of stuff. Ben, I was absolutely horrified when I discovered uh, in preparing for estimates this week that Margot personally and her team have been personally and viciously attacked uh, online uh, with people pretending to be a plumber, turning up at the uh, Pork Limited's offices, hiding in the toilets to try and get to her, uh, we know that we've got pig farmers. They don't know when they swing open the doors to the shed whether or not there'll be somebody there, whether somebody's tried to get in and steal piglets. Um, th- th- this this kind of um, uh, vilification that they do online, I think we have to call it out. That we, you know, finally there is a sense in the media that these kind of personal attacks uh, and dangerous attacks are not okay. And I want to make sure that farmers, uh, anybody who works in the ag industry, who provides affordable, great quality protein and, and uh, food for Australians, that they should never, ever be the subject to attack, that we call it out. And, and so this is the other thing at a government level. I want to make sure that if they are engaging in illegal activity, their actions are being referred to police, the Australian Federal Police, they're charged under trespassing laws, which, by the way, is still, you know, the, the fines that are being handed out are still not much more than a slap on the wrist and often with no conviction recorded. Uh, that, that that means that the government does not engage with those people. If you are associated with a criminal organisation or person, then that means you're ruled out of being consulted with on animal welfare or any other thing with the government. I just think this is so serious. It is so important. Food security at the people who deliver it must be protected by us as a nation. And uh, and, and yesterday was just the line on the sand that I went, 
you know, we have got to talk about this at every level. We have got to make sure that those um, those thugs, they do not get, we do not give them breath by, by allowing them to continue pretending that they are in any way interested in animal welfare. They're just fundraising groups, putting up websites, trying to get poor people to, to give them money, which they do not spend on improving a lot of animals. Uh, they spend it on attacking humans, on making their workplaces unsafe, on making their homes unsafe, uh, and just trying to make a buck out of, of people who just don't understand what's going on. But it is it is outrageous, Ben. I was just, you know... It's appalling shocked. because it's appalling because different um, arms of organisations within the agricultural sector have been harbouring some of these now and some of these activists. They've been coming under names in different groups that have lobby groups that have in ways um, had links. And the problem is, Senator, that until it comes from the top, and I mean the Prime Minister you know, we're not going to see any change, but there's green ideologies all through Labor and some of these activists have green green thoughts and processes and they're of that belief as well. Now, I'm not saying every single person um, by any means, but there is some people, there's biosecurity risks that come in hand of it, there's lies, there's deceptions and there's just untruths being shown and what that is doing is potentially putting our industry on its knees. In the pork well, industry, Margot Andre has got a big enough worry with what's going on around the world with trying to protect the pork industry. She should not have to worry about what's going on in her own backyard. Well, that's exactly right, Ben. And let's be clear, these groups are not interested in improving animal welfare. They want to shut down broad-scale food production. They're not interested in ensuring that Australians have access to affordable good quality protein. That is not their end game. Their end game, and we discovered this in the red meat uh, definition inquiry, they are interested in shutting down food production. So once you understand that, uh, then you then you can see very clearly that this is not about uh, uh, an agenda that is trying to improve anything. It is just about stopping food production. And for the 96% of Australians, uh, who are enjoying uh, pork, chicken, beef, lamb, roux, whatever it might be, uh, that they just want access to affordable, good quality food. And when these activists, who, who are a tiny percentage of the population, when they get to run the show, when they get to decide who feels frightened about going on social media, going into their office, or even if they've discovered their home address, then that's it. That's the line, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, and I'm worried now because there's this group within Labor called um, uh, Lean, and one of their one of their stated objectives is 50% methane reduction yeah. by 2030. Yeah, it's well, not. what that means is the end of broad scale animal production because the technology to reduce methane uh, to that scale is just not available. Not available to the you know, twenty six odd million cattle, and the, you know, the 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 five and a half million pigs, you know, that we run in this country. So, you know, this is very serious stuff. We cannot let them get a, you know, get the the door open an inch because Australians want affordable, good quality food. Australian farmers and graziers provide it, and we have to protect them. 
Yeah, no dramas at all. Um, you know, the, the the big thing about it is that we are making people aware of this. Um, Margot is going on the attack, and, and rightly so. She's on Sydney Airways today, and that's the big thing as well. Let's talk about the lack of funding. Um, the inland freight road, um, we're talking about the ring road in Rockhampton, the Warrego Highway. Uh, I mentioned this yesterday just about the fact that when the government delivered their budgets, they were going to do all this spending, and then now they're delays. Now they're putting it back. They're holding back funding. <coughs> well, at what point do people's lives and livelihoods come into play here? What? Why the delay? And, and geez, it's a dangerous, dangerous game to play. Well, then it takes a generation to get a project approved, um, and then to start, you know get contracts let, start construction and to move to something to be finished. So every time that a government delays or reviews projects, that sets it back, you know, probably by years because the contractor who was ready to do the work, that person's now gone to have to find other work. You know, they can't sit around on their thumbs hoping uh, that, that it'll all come off. They have to keep you know, paying the bills, employing their staff, paying the, the lease payments on the contracting gear. So we've just we've just had delays on every single infrastructure project that wasn't started uh, when the coalition went out of government. That includes the the, the inland freight route from Charters Towers to Mungandai. Um, you, you've named others. You know, the Rocky Ring Road and the Beef Roads. So, Northern Australia beef corridors, roads that are unsealed, which we were just trying to get tar on. Uh, this is, I, I, you know, it's it's really enough to make you weak because it is hard to get onto a priority list, uh, particularly for regional and, and remote Australia because there's not a lot of traffic on the road. There might be more stock than, than there are humans, but they're important connectors. Uh, particularly if they're outside of flood areas, you know, so that we can keep running all year, not just for, you know, seven or eight months of the year, which it often is in the Cape and the Gulf. So, Ben, you're right. This is incredibly important. I don't understand what the minister doesn't understand uh, about getting the department to do more reviews because the department has done reviews. That's how you get on a priority list. The government doesn't give you money willy-nilly if they are at a point of having contracts of being um, being identified as a priority project, the need was identified. Anyway, Ben, you've identified it properly, that this is a really serious delay uh, for infrastructure, particularly for regional and remote Australia. Um, and, and once again, you know, we're back to being run out of Canberra. Um, it's enough to make you weak. They're moving staff back to Canberra. Uh, projects are on the go slow. Uh, but the places that produce the wealth of the nation, mining, agriculture, um, they are now <laughs> back at the bottom of the list. Anyway, thank yeah. you for raising. No, it's a very important. It's a very, it, we certainly are. Now, listen. Next Wednesday, your beloved Queensland go to Adelaide. I'm surprised you haven't got the golden ticket there as the senator for Queensland. Um, and, and I thought maybe, just maybe, you might be in Adelaide watching your m- beloved Maroons play. Well, Ben, you know, uh, I've, I've got this thing called a job. Everybody <laughs> suffers from these things. And uh, and I will be at Estimates for another week in Canberra, you know, yeah. doing the good work. So, no, I won't be there to, to cheer the 
cheer the Maroons on, um, but I'm excited. It's, every year it's a new year, isn't it? How will we go? I'm very hopeful that we'll, um, we'll win this year. Look forward to catching up at Rural Press Club today, mate. Um, obviously, uh, a big, big uh, luncheon on today in Brisbane, so I look forward to catching up with you there today. Thanks a lot, Ben. Good Talk on to you. you next week. Senator Susan McDonald, we'll take a break. Come back. This is Rural Queensland today. It is Friday morning, the 26th of May.